Hi guys and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Today we are talking some fashion things. We are talking all things Met, which just happened and honestly, like, I realized how much I didn't know about the Met and like why it even is such a thing, but everyone knows what the Met Gala is. So, you know what? I needed somebody to help me go over these looks and, you know, the history of the Met and we talk about all things met and just like how you even get invited, what's the price of a ticket, whose looks we liked, did people even hit the theme. So I'm joined by Caroline to talk all things met. <laughs> so you want to be an egg girl? Welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Today, I am joined by Caroline Lord to talk some fashion things. Hi, Caroline. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So tell us a little about you. How did you get into fashion TikTok? Who are you? Where are you? All the things. Okay. I'm based near Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm a recent grad, actually. Um, Congrats. And I didn't study fashion or anything. I did when I studied abroad. But it's always been like my true love and my creative outlet. And so I turned to TikTok to kind of like express myself in that way. And really, it's it's been so great. And I just kind of do it to for myself. And I've kind of gotten some followers, which is exciting. And so, yeah, it's just been really great. Yeah, I love that your TikToks, I really feel like you can tell you really like this. And you're very much you're like, I just want to do this because I enjoy it. It doesn't feel yeah. like forest you're like I'm into this so I'm going to share my opinions which I just love. yeah exactly like it started out as a way for me like not a lot of people that I know even know about it it was just kind of like my private little thing that like I could post whatever I wanted to on it and the history and stories behind fashion is really important to me so I try and research and learn as much as I can before I post so yeah do you remember your first like TikTok that kind of like blew up (laughs) Yeah. So it was like a shocking that I did. I was trying on my old prom dresses and it has like 7 million views and yeah. And I seriously, I, it was honestly so overwhelming because I just did it. I I had seen something on TikTok and it was like, if you have a creative impulse, you should just do it in the moment. And I was like, Oh, I saw someone doing that. Let me do it. And so I did it and I got 7 million views and so that's really crazy. That <laughs> is really crazy. Yeah, I was, I was not expecting that at all. So, well, we're coming off of a big kind of like fashion week moment. So much happening. Obviously, I really want to talk to you about the Met. Yes. Um, but first, like, what is going on in New York? We had New York Fashion Week, we have the VMAs, and then we have the Met all in the yeah. same. And that's yeah, so typically the Met is the first Monday in May, but okay. because of COVID, it was pushed to September and they're still having one in May. So it's like a two part American thing. So this is like a very special time, you know, typically fashion week and the Met don't overlap because that's like a lot. But yeah, a lot of the guests were at the VMAs just the night before, which is crazy. And then today starts London Fashion Week. So oh my God. <laughs> I don't sleep. Yeah. So it just is going to keep going and then Milan and then Paris. So this will continue like fashion week until October. So it's a crazy time for sure. (laughs) That's, I just, I feel like these people are just so sleep deprived. Yes. I can't imagine. Honestly. So crazy. Okay. So let's start with what is the Met? 
Like what, where did this come from? (laughs) So the Met started quite a long time ago and has obviously blossomed. It was nowhere near what it is today. Anna Wintour has really revolutionized it, but it started off as like a fundraiser for the costume display at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. So it all is for the fashion exhibit and all of that. So all the ticket money goes Mm -hmm. to that. So it's a fundraiser and it's, it's evolved. Like I said, Anna Wintour really has revolutionized it. And obviously the idea of celebrity has changed so much recently. So it was social media and all that. So people are just more aware of it now than ever. So it's, it's changed drastically just in the past, like five years. Yeah. Okay. First off that costume thing. Now I kind of get why everything Mm -hmm. is so elaborate and like we're down for that, which happens to be kind of my favorite thing about the Met is that like, Mm -hmm. there's You'd never see these things on the street. Um, yeah, but damn, has that really evolved? It's become so- oh yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And I I wanted to make a TikTok about the history of it, so I've been looking into it a little bit. But the first tickets were fifty dollars, and now an individual ticket is thirty thousand. But for a designer to buy a table, which we can get into, like how people yes. are buying and stuff, that's two hundred thousand. <laughs> So it's actually one of the biggest fundraising nights in New York. So yeah, it's Holy pretty shit. expensive. <laughs> okay. Damn, there's so much to unpack there. Okay, so <laughs> what was the, the theme is a two-part theme. It's the American. Yeah, so I don't know the exact title I saw. I, I am obsessed with this fashion critic on YouTube, Hot Mode. He said that it's American independence. But the theme correlates to the the new exhibit in the costume okay. area of the Met. So uh, this exhibit was paying homage to American fashion. This first part is called In America, Lexicon of Fashion. Okay. So it always correlates to what the exhibit will be. And that's kind of what the guests get the exclusive first look at is the exhibit. They walk in and get to see it. Um, and so the next one is... I can't remember exactly, but it still has to do with American fashion. It might just be more about the history or I don't know. So um, it'll be interesting to see a two-part. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. Okay. So who is the Met really for? Like, is it for us? Is it for the people going? Is it for the Met? Like, uh-huh. or the fashion? So ultimately, like, it did start to raise money for the costume exhibit, but Personally, like I've changed my view just in the past couple of days after learning so much. It's about the designers really, because the designers are who invite the guests. So basically how it works is they invite to like, like 500 to 600 guests each time, which I didn't know was that many. They said they were making it smaller for COVID. I don't know how much smaller it was, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, so designers can buy tables and then from there, invite celebrities to sit at their table. So the celebrities typically don't pay for their ticket. Okay. So that's why the biggest designers are there because they can afford the tables. Right. Which is kind of a bummer because I think it'd be such a great way to display new designers and all this, but whatever. (laughs) Um, And so, uh, yeah, I mean, the designers invite the celebrities and it's Mm -hmm. typically the most like trending relevant celebrities uh-huh. But at the end of the day, everything's approved by Anna Wintour. So what they wear, who's dressing them and where they sit. Wow. And who's coming. So yeah. she has the final say. So everything you saw was approved by her. 
Damn. Okay. See, I always, I think I knew that. So mm-hmm. I don't think I knew she had a, she, I mean, it makes total sense. She would approve all the outfits. Yeah. Right. But I literally thought that like she picked everything that she did that, you know, she picked who sat where, who like, I didn't realize mm-hmm. the design, designers played such a role in it, Yeah, um, which is crazy. So when people talk about, I'm going to bring up the infamous one about like Courtney and Chloe haven't gone to the Met. Yeah. Do we know if that's because a designer hasn't picked them or is it because Anna Winter hasn't picked it's, them? Yeah. It's a combination of both. I'm sure she individually picks people she wants, but also it's just her proving it. So I'm sure it's a combination of Anna saying, I want this person to come and a designer approaching her and saying, we want this person to come. Do you approve? I did see that about Chloe, how she's never been invited. And then apparently Courtney didn't go this year because of that. And she didn't want her to feel left out. I don't know how true that is. It was probably some gossip website, but um, Courtney hasn't ever gone either. So um, I don't know. It's really, that's like kind of the exclusivity and the excitement around the event is there's always this mystery. Like we don't fully know everything. So I really don't know if, you know, what goes on behind the scenes with which Kardashian comes and which doesn't. But we do know that Kendall, Kim, and Kylie have always been more in the fashion realm. So that kind of makes more sense. Sure. No, that does make more sense. It's just, I mean, it does feel like this has some exclusivity for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, like yes. they're holding onto it. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's why people kind of get upset when they see this year, um, Addison Rae, Dixie D'Amelio were there. Um, and I know James Charles went at the last one. So, cause but he people, wasn't there this time, was he? No, no, no. Okay. Um, so you're not guaranteed to go back on top. Oh of no. Some, for some people, this was the only time they'll ever go. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's quite a big honor. And, and that's why I think they want to keep it exclusive because it's such an honor to be invited, um, and to be dressed and to attend. So um, it is definitely exclusive. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely is. So let's, so now these people get invited. Now they get their invite from the designer who, after they've been approved by Hannah Winter. Yes. And then what happens? Like, so, happens? <laughs> so I, I saw a TikTok. I love her. It's like Guy Fieri, super fan or something, but she's like super into fashion. And she was saying like, it might not be super relevant to judge the celebrity themselves on their look mm-hmm. because there is so much that goes on behind the scenes. The designer learns of the theme and then they should be incorporating it in somehow. Sometimes it doesn't always translate or they just kind of ignore the theme. Right. Um, and then Anna approves it and all of this. I don't know how much of a collaboration it is. I'm sure for some celebrities, it's more of one and they have more of a say depending on their status, depending on how much they're into fashion, their relationship with the designer. Yeah. So that's still kind of a mystery, but um, I do know that some definitely have a say in what they wear and like collaborate with what they're wearing. I'm sure they have some say. I mean, you can't put someone on a carpet that like hates their outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just, I'm curious how much, like, I feel like there is so much back and forth. There's probably so many. Oh my gosh. Yes. I watched Emma Chamberlain's get ready with me for Vogue. And she said for the past 15 hours, this dress has been my best friend. I've seen her so often. Like I'm sure up until the last minute, they're like tweaking and because a lot of the looks are custom. So it's like, this is your dress. We want it to look like it was made for you because it was. 
So. Right. Literally, it's the one moment if like mm-hmm. you were like a tidbit bloated or like, oh, you did manage to <laughs> yeah. one pound. It's they're actually going to change the dress. Like, uh-huh, exactly. At, at one tweak, which is mm-hmm. hysterical because that's like the dream. I think I always have. I'm like, OK, well, I will have a salad for lunch and this outfit tonight will look so much better. Like for me, that's not going to happen. But for them, uh-huh. it's going to work. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, I have like heard from celebrities and watched them and they're like, I haven't eaten in however long. And uh, last met Kim K was like, I already have ordered after the met like this many donuts. <laughs> like cause she just was this like, is more the water dress. And it's like, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. By Mugler, which was, uh, I, I've come around to it. I, I did like it when I first saw it, but there's always controversy around her. And like, right. I find in fashion, it's so subjective but for me, when I hear other people's opinions, I kind of take that on and I'm like, okay, what do I really think? Because at the end of the day, no one's opinion is more right than someone else's. It's subjective. So, yeah, exactly. So I, and Mugler is so talented and um, I think the inspiration behind it and everything was so great. So, I mean, definitely iconic. That, I love what you say. And like, I've never really super made that connection with fashion is like fashion is art. So it's going to be subjective. Mm-hmm. Which like exactly. nobody's gonna have the same opinion, and you know, and and you know, me being somebody who's not really super into fashion, like I would be curious to have what I think, which is so untainted by fashion, and then sit next to like someone like you who's really like aware and whatever. We probably have very different views. Yeah, and I find that like the way you go into it really changes your opinion because if you're focused on like the fit or like is that flattering, that's going to be so different than like what it what was the inspiration, what like was the designer thinking all of this? So like because it is on your body, like the fit is a big big thing in it, but at the same time sometimes that's not the main element of the look. So yeah, for sure, like two different people will have such varying opinions. Right. And, and then on top of this, this takes all day, like the 16 hours getting ready with this dress. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, crazy. I yeah. mean, I saw, um, I'll, I'll show you when we talk about the looks, but I saw in interviews, Amon's dress took 400 hours and Kendall Jenner's took 2000 something hours. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're skilled artisans hand sewing beads on these dresses, you know, like this is real art and people might think it's frivolous, but at the end of the day, it's a creation. It's, it stems from an idea and then it's, it's put in front of everyone. So I don't know. I like to say that like, like any other visual art form, there's colors, textures, layers, and like an opinion behind it. So that is the same thing as a painting essentially, you know, so Exactly. Exactly. Which is I, totally, I just stole that line right out of Devil Wears Prada, but that's fine. Yes. <laughs> Live your life in it. Like, or so, you know, you're wearing something that, you know, so many people have put so many hours mm-hmm. in. And I do think sometimes people kind of like myself who don't super care about the fashion world, like can look at it and just be like, oh, that's ugly. But I'm like, yeah. okay. Five people's jobs depended on that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like there's millions of dollars involved in this person get even getting to this point. And I think about mm-hmm. how many people are employed by this one person and, you exactly. know, the fashion designer and even like, you know, who, you know, who made the purchase of those exact beads, you know, there's just. Oh my gosh. Like, I think people would be amazed at the lengths these like 
big heritage houses like Gucci and stuff go. Mm-hmm. Um, Bottega Veneta has like a very special wool and they like have these, I don't even know the animal, which I probably should, but like they have them in a certain place and they go up and comb their fur to have this special wool for a sweater. So it's like <laughs> pretty like insane. And it's um, by hand. Yeah. No. And and a lot of it's like craftsmanship that goes back so far. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot. And at the same time, you can go and buy a shirt for $5. So like the, like varying lengths of fashion and like the scale of like, it is really crazy and everyone wears clothes. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's really crazy. The whole thing. I mean, it is fashion crazy. industry is, is a huge, huge thing that affects everyone, whether you're buying the $5 shirt or the $5,000 sweater. So, so it's like, you can't ignore it. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you think people hear about the $30,000 ticket and think it's like insane and like, you mm-hmm. know, live like this, but like when you really think about the amount of people involved into it, like it's a lot. <laughs> it, is. it is for sure. And speaking of Devil Wars Prada, I mean, that iconic, iconic. Scene, like, cerulean blue, like you fetched it out of a, what a bin and, you know, it was trickled down from the runway. It's right. It is true. Like, you know, most things start with high fashion and it trickles down. So there's an importance to this. Right. Sure. What, what will something here will trickle into, right. Uh-huh. You know, what we, we actually end up wearing, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, the old Navy shirt is inspired weirdly by this, you know, it is yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy, very much a swing, but like, let's talk about who was invited this year, who, who came and those mm-hmm. that didn't come to. Okay. Okay. So I think obviously, I mean, we'll just touch on it because I feel like everyone has to touch on it. Addison Ray is invited. Yes. And um, where did she sit? Was this like controversial or whatever? Okay. So there was a fake she- seating chart that floated around for a while. And like, okay. I knew right away it was fake just because of how exclusive the Met is. And they would never let the seating chart out of their hands. I mean, right. Anna Wintour hand picks where people sit. So like, there's no way it would just float around on TikTok. Um, and it was so like, I don't know, it had like James Charles next to Beyonce or whatever. So it was like absurd because she chooses certain people to sit next to each other that have similarities. And, and so it's very thought out. So every year she plans a wedding. (laughs) um, Yes, literally. (laughs) Um, actually in an uh, Emma Tamara, Chamberlain interview, she said, like, you know, we don't know each other. It is like a wedding. Like, you know, we all just are here for one event and we don't know each other. So that is wild. So mm-hmm. Addison Ray is there. Yes. It, um, do we know where she's at then for actually or no? <laughs> I'm sure it was right by Dixie. I'm sure. Well, actually, um, I do know where she's at because like I said, different designers buy tables. There's also different like industries that can buy tables. So like um, the tech industry was big this year. Like Instagram had a table for a ton of Instagram oh. people. YouTube bought a table. So that's where Addison sat. And she sat next to like Nikki tutorials and, um, Eugene, I don't know his full name, but, um, Derek blast something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know his full name, but he's like the fashion YouTube person who like brings Emma Chamberlain to get her contract with Louis Vuitton. Like he's like the person that connects YouTube to high fashion. So they had a table and that's where she sat. Okay. Wow. So is that, so tech has tables at the Met and that's why there were so many influencers. 
Yeah. So I, I mean, it has been almost two years since there was a Met and I should go back and look at 2019. I mean, like I said, James Charles was there, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know how many, like, I think I'm sure he was dressed by a designer. So this might be the first year that like YouTube had a table, um, which that's never going to stop from now on. Like, so we can talk about now, like yes, Addison getting invited. This is just how it's going to be. Um, I have recently, especially with fashion week, there were a lot of TikTokers invited and like in the early 2000s, when fashion bloggers started, people who just like started blogs about fashion, they started getting invited to fashion week. And like, of course that was a big thing. Like Mm -hmm. these industry professionals, it was always such an exclusive event. And now these people who just sat in their bedroom probably and like typed up fashion articles are being invited. So that was a big deal. And we've seen it evolve to then Instagram influencers and now TikTok influencers. And so it just, it's going to continue. And that's just the reality. Addison is the biggest person on TikTok. I mean, maybe Charlie competes with that, but it makes sense that she's there, you know? Right. I know. See, it's like, I, you know, I feel bad because I feel like these people work so much harder than I think, but like, they're just, they're low hanging fruit to shit on. Exactly. And I look at it and I'm like, oh, like I'm like bothered by it. Oh yes. I, I totally understand. Like I used to be bothered by it until I changed my mindset. Like don't hate the player, hate the game because she just made TikToks like the rest of us. And it, it happened for her, right? Like all of this same with Charlie, they didn't necessarily ask for it. Like, yes, maybe they wanted some level of fame from it, but they, I, you know, it's like, it just happened to them. And anyone who is invited to the Met Gala would probably go, whether you're a TikToker or an actor. And so, yeah, it's like, you can judge people on like, they only do this and they get invited to this. But like, if you think about how many like actors and artists and stuff who now like we we know are like not the best people who got to go to all these things, it's like it's not always fair who gets to go to things. And yeah. so I kind of just have accepted it because it's the new reality for sure. Right. I think I think I'm getting there. Like it's just now I'm hearing these tape like the tables, like tech yeah. tables, Instagram, YouTube. I'm like, oh, this all makes sense. Uh-huh. It's not like the strangest thing. And like I you know, wasn't really interested in the whole blogger scene, whatever now, but now like being a blogger for like fashion is like old. So of course it makes yeah, sense that I know. people are invited because they are showing the content. Like it's like, mm-hmm. you know, that's how they're going to communicate. So it's like, oh yes. Is it annoying to me? Yes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not, it's not a stretch. It's really not a stretch. Yeah. It's not. And also like we look at like actresses and actors that probably already had their foot in the door. Their parents are directors or whatever. It's like, it's not fair. It never will be. It never has been like who gets like their foot in the door and who reaches this level of fame. It's just not fair. And so just like, I've learned to let that go because honestly it's inspiring. Now I look at it. Like I see someone who made TikToks in their bedroom and now they're at the Met Gala. I mean, that should be inspiring for everyone. You know, well, that's ironic. Cause I think that's kind of the American dream. Right. And the theme. And it's I'm the like, new oh. American dream. Yeah. I'm kind of like, is this, is this what we're trying to like say, you know, I can, uh, but I can make something out of nothing really quick, but at the same <laughs> time, yeah, like I really do think like it kind of is like you, you someone in their bath, bathroom, bedroom, you, whatever uh-huh. at your house, you're uh-huh. at your house and you're making TikTok, And then you're at the Met is insane. It's a huge jump. And it is really crazy. It is where it's going. 
you know, and then we, when I really think about it and I think about how much time it takes to make a TikTok or like, you know, have something actually pop off. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, I'm not like thrilled, but I'm not like, okay, like whatever, you know, at the end of it. Okay. I do have like a very cheesy question and this is just my poor unknown research. So is Dixie invited, but not Charlie? So I was wondering the same thing. And I mentioned it in my review of uh, Dixie's look. Charlie's too young. There's an 18 or older age limit, which is so crazy. We forget how young she is. She is so young. I think she's 16. So yeah, she has a couple of years. I'm sure she'll be there the minute she's 18. But but I was like, where is she? Like I was like, I know. I and I I said something in my TikTok. I was like, if Dixie's invited, then Charlie's invited. And um, so I was like, or did, was Charlie invited and dropped out and Dixie took her place? I was like trying to like make all these conspiracies. I was like, why is Dixie there and Charlie isn't? Right. And then someone comments, I don't think Charlie's old enough. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's an age. Oh limit. my god. <laughs> Yeah, and like here is this child, literal child yeah, that, exactly. like, you know, we ream on the internet all the time. <laughs> like, I know. Like, and you know I don't know if you've watched their TV series, but no, I watched some watch of it. Them. Yes, just out of like pure curiosity, and honestly, like I think that's what like I've been talking about. Like, don't hate the player, hate the game, and like right. all that. I think that like kind of molded my new perspective in that like these are teenagers like Dixie's 18 or 19 and I mean they just were making TikToks like everyone makes TikToks they were just right place right time they were on it earlier than everyone and all that and like they really are struggling with how fast it happened and everything so I think to give some of these people a little bit of grace um is definitely necessary because this is the new reality so I in like, I don't know how into the free Britney movement you are, but I'm very into it. And, you know, mm-hmm. look at that footage now of Britney and, you know, we kind of cringe being like, we treated her horribly, uh-huh. like us as the audience and at the paparazzi and the press treated her so bad. And I do have like a slight worry that like Addison, Charlie and Dixie, we, uh, we do the same. Yes. And it's fine because they're just TikTokers. Mm-hmm. But I worry in like 10 or 20 years, we're going to all like cringe. So like, yep, I feel the same way. And the good thing about them is they have such supportive families and their parents are so involved. I think because they are literally minors or at least Charlie. <laughs> yeah. And so that's a great thing. Their parents very much so have a hand in it. But like, I totally agree. I think just with social media, younger and younger people are going to be getting famous. And we all know about the childhood star and how that can turn out. So um, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully you're right. We've learned from like Britney Spears and other people and we can kind of like pull back from our criticism because they're 16 years old. (laughs) Just treating them horribly in the comments, you know, and that being said, let's talk about how exclusive the Madden is again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's Megan Fox's first year going. Yes. Wild. Okay. I'm trying. What are the other first timers that like made a moment? Um, obviously Addison Ray, Dixie, Emma Chamberlain. Yes. I'm looking, I think Billie Eilish was her first time. Okay. There were a lot of people who was their first time. Right. Um, I don't know if Pete Davidson had gone before. I don't think so. It's, so he's new or we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Or, and yeah. then who, who's David from Schitt's Creek? Oh, I, yes. He's, I can't I think, think of his name, but it was his first time as well. Um, as well. 
So I think there are quite a few people who it was their yeah. first time. And I think that's how they, they keep it because they want to keep it so that right. fresh faces are coming in. And so I'm like, Megan Fox was invited, but Machine Gun Kelly wasn't. I know. Okay, so that is right. Yeah. Ah! I mean, unless he just didn't want to go. We don't know the specifics, but that seems to be the case because we all know they love their red carpet moments. Yeah. It makes sense when you're looking at it in the sense that like Megan is such a veteran in the acting industry and MGK is so new. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Addison Ray's there, who's been famous for a year. So I don't know. Even don't know. maybe Anna didn't approve it or they were... I don't know. It's yeah, really, really I'm, interesting. I'm curious on the tea there. I know. Um, what um what other people showing up solo or coupled or whatever? Who else maybe? Yeah. So I don't know the full like rules of bringing a plus one. I guess like it has to be approved your plus one. Okay. Um, because even Casey Musgraves when she was in her oh, I think oh no, this is her second, I'm pretty sure. But when she was being interviewed, she was like it's scary. You have to show up here alone without a team and stuff. So they really just, for the most part, send you out there alone. And I think Casey has a boyfriend. So it's not just like anyone's boyfriend can come. Like they need to be approved, obviously. And like, um, like obviously Kim and Kanye are both such celebrities. Like they've both been together multiple times. So for the most part, you go it alone unless your plus one's approved or was also invited. So it's kind of intimidating. Yeah. And then like you have can we talk about the Nicki Minaj thing saying she didn't want to go? Cause she's not. Oh, yes. Yeah. The other thing. So real quick, I want to say Devin Booker, Kendall Jenner's boyfriend. Yeah. Didn't go. And there were some basketball players there. So I was really surprised. Yeah. I think he's more reserved anyway. So have they really walked the carpet much together? No. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm together. a huge NBA fan. Oh. And yes. Huge. And like PJ Tucker was there who played for the bucks. Who's my team. And I was so happy he was there. But so I was like, why is Devin How Booker not there? Looking? He was wearing Gucci and it was a classic Gucci look that you like see on Harry Styles, the like flared pants and like the suit. So um, I thought it was great for him because mm. he just won a championship. He's very into fashion. And I think this was probably maybe the only year he'd get to go because he just won a championship. So I was so happy to see him there. But um, so... Uh, yeah. Sorry. I went on a tangent. No, Did we you- love the tangent. <laughs> That's why we like a podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I do like Devin Booker and they keep the relationship very private. I know. Um, but he had basketball friends there. So that's why I'm kind of surprised he wasn't there. Yeah. If there was so. a moment, I would have liked it to be that one. Mm-hmm, exactly. Also Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> I think they walked in separately and then they, they like, met up on the carpet and then we're seen leaving together. So, um, that's a new couple that was there. Love them. I think they looked so good too. Mm-hmm. I think she's gorgeous. Oh, I yeah. she looks so good. And I don't even know who it is, but it, it was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stunning. Um, Noah Beck. I don't know. I don't think he would have been invited, you know, Dixie's plus one. Yeah. Um, and Addison's boyfriend. I don't even know who that is. Um, who else has, I mean, so yeah, that just goes to show you how exclusive it is. It's like, even though you're dating someone and they're also famous, it does not mean that they're approved. Doesn't mean they're dating, which is so crazy. Yeah. Should we get into some looks? Sure. Okay. Let's see. So I have 
a document that I just made really quick so I can share my Yay! screen. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So I quickly wrote their name, who they were wearing, and maybe like the inspiration and have a picture. Yay! So we can start with Addison. Um, I think that in terms of like TikTok, being on the internet, all that, like that's obviously a topic that was talked about. So yeah, she's wearing 2003 Tom Ford for Gucci when he was creative director. Um, and like people were like, Wait, she's Tom Ford for Gucci. How does that work? Okay, so <laughs> big houses like Gucci, Chanel, um, and I think a lot of like designers in general, they hire creative directors. Awesome. So they are the visionary. They're not particularly hands-on like sewing, but they're the visionary of the collection and they have the final say. They're like the Anna Wintour of the designer. Ooh, love it. So Tom Ford was creative director for Gucci in the early 2000s. Um, and he's an American. So that kind of ties in with the theme that she wore him. Gotcha. Um, but it's important for like people in fashion or like whatever to know the creative director because it shifts what the design looks like so drastically. Gotcha. So Tom Ford for Gucci versus now Alessandro Michele for Gucci is so different. Um, so gotcha. that's why. But Here's Addison. Um, so it's from 2003 and she said it was vintage and some like people were saying it's vintage. It's vintage. Mm. Technically vintage is 20 years after, which is so crazy. So this is a few years short of vintage, but technically all early 2000s, it seems like now are like vintage. So that's interesting. Um, so she was styled by La Roche, who is a very like prominent stylist and for celebrities right now. Mm-hmm. But did you see that Kourtney Kardashian had worn this for Christmas? No. <laughs> of course she has. There was a huge yeah. like uproar because all of a sudden people saw that Kourtney wore, I don't think it was the same exact dress. In fact, I know it wasn't, um, but it was the same show, similar style, like very similar. And people are like, what in the world? Like, so, and I don't blame Addison for this at all, unless no. she literally said, like, let me wear what Courtney wore. But La Roche, like, should have dug a little further and I just, like, I mean, it's so, it's sad to me that, like, she's wearing this and, like, all anyone's talking about is how Courtney wore it. Someone who people think she's, they have a weird relationship and stuff. So an it, odd relationship. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's, like, oh, Megan Fox or whoever right. else. It's Courtney. <laughs> So Courtney Kardashian, like yeah, so it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's a little so, bit of faux pas, I think. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I really don't even. It's beyond me. Like I don't even know what to think of it. But well, also, Chris, I don't know this at all. I think uh-huh. like it's her first time at the Met. You yeah. know, pretty controversial. I'm just taking a swing here. I think it's a little safe. It's a safe look. Oh yes, for yeah. sure. Um, it's red. It's by an American designer. So that somewhat ties in the theme. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is definitely safe because like you're at the Met, you can get custom looks like designers. Right. I, I don't know if there's a limit, if there are already too many Gucci custom looks. I don't think so. Um, but so it is safer because like if she would have come out with a custom look, it would have been open to so much more criticism because it hadn't been on the runway in 2003, yeah. you know? So yeah, I mean, like you said, first met, I, I don't hate it. I think, I think it's fine. You know, it's, it's yeah. I like her hair like that. I think she looks chic in the hair. 
I know it looks yeah. like a wig, right? I think it's a wig. Yeah, which is which is interesting. Um, but it does yeah. it does age her, not age her up. Like look, oh, but now I'm like, okay, you look a little more mature. Like, yeah, glamorous, mature, mm-hmm. Hollywood, and I like that for her. Yeah, like, and like not to say you you definitely don't have to be in the fashion industry to get invited to the Met, but she isn't particularly like a fashion guru, so. It's yeah. not like you're going to expect some like crazy interpretation on American in a gown, you know? So exactly. I, th- I thought it was fine. I, yes, it could be better, but like, it is what it is. We'll take mm-hmm. it. So another controversial look. Oh my gosh. Can't wait to get into this. Yeah. So she's wearing Okatora Balenciaga. Um, but it's not like that matters because <laughs> no one's talking about that. Right. No um, one's talking about that at all. She was accompanied by the creative director of Balenciaga. I don't know that his name on the top of my head, but people thought it was Kanye because he was also all covered. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Covered head to toe in complete black. Like mm-hmm. it literally head to toe. They're like, and, and the yeah. that's it. So my take when I first saw it was, oh, it's a Donda promotion because she has been wearing this type of look uh-huh. for a month now, even wow. like. I think a couple weren't Balenciaga, but most were Balenciaga. Like, and even like the white wedding dress, do you remember right. when she came out on that? So it's like, okay, yeah, you've been doing this for a month. We get it. It's for Donda. And then all of a sudden people were saying, no, this is her way of saying me, Kim Kardashian, without a single piece of skin showing, you know, it's me, you know, my silhouette. And I am like such an influence of American fashion. So that's what people were saying was her take on the theme. And I think that's a stretch because she's been wearing this for months. Yeah. So, and it was for Donna. It's not like all of a sudden, like, oh, it's not for Donna anymore. This is my personal statement. So I was like that, the, the per, my personal statement thing better though. <laughs> I know. I know. So, and I think she, she probably claims that and it's like, oh yeah, that's good. Um, but I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, it does get people talking, but like, so did her other Met look that was just exponentially better. Yeah. You know, like that got people talking for sure. So if it was the point to get people talking, you don't necessarily have to do this. Um, I think she posted on Instagram, like, what's more American than a t-shirt? So she was kind of poking fun of it too. And like, so I don't know. I don't know. Again, yeah. like I said, um, like I was talking about Charlie and Dixie. Some people dropped out last minute. Kylie Jenner was one of them. And so I was like, I wonder if Kim wasn't going to go this year and she took Kylie's place last minute. And so she just wore an existing, like, you know, she has a lot of Balenciaga looks or Balenciaga could quickly make this for her or not make it, but, you know, make it work for her. Right. Um, But I don't know. I mean, Kim's always there. So who knows? Um, So, you know, at the end of the day, I don't really care. Like. I like the artsier explanation better. Exactly. I think it's more about American culture, but like whatever. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I said in a TikTok that like, it makes me kind of sad because the last Met Gala she had, she kept saying, this is the first year I'm not Kanye's plus one. This is the first year I was invited as a guest yeah. and I got Kanye as my plus one. And so she did this custom Mugler look. They, I don't even know how many days, weeks, months it took to fit it. And uh, she couldn't even sit down and it was this extravagant thing. And then all of a sudden like this, which I'm not saying one's better or worse. Cause I don't want to say that about fashion, but it's like, it has Kanye written all over it. 
Right. It does. It does. Yeah. I agree. Kanye is not your plus one, but it's almost like, you know, I'm wearing Kanye, what Kanye would want. So I don't know. It's very, there's that controversy about it, but totally. I want to be like, Kim blink once if you're, if you're okay, but if we can see you, you can't see your face. So we don't know. I mean, I saw people saying like, maybe she had a psoriasis outbreak and like, she's covering her body and stuff. I'm just like, people want to make up anything we want. I know it's crazy. So I kind of just like let it go. I'm like, okay, it is what it is. I don't want to talk about it anymore because like, I like, I don't want to like argue with people on TikTok about it because everyone has their own opinion and stuff. And I'm like, whatever, like, cool. It is what it is. (laughs) You know, it is what this is. That's how I feel about this. It is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay. (gasps) This is my favorite look. So we're going to. Kendall Jenner in the literally, it's like a, would you say it's like sheer rhinestone-y, yeah. chokered look? So oh. this is custom Givenchy and it was inspired by Audrey Hepburn and My Fair Lady, which I wish I had a picture of it up, but obviously Audrey Hepburn's was not sheer. <laughs> um, yes. The times have changed. Yes. But um, I think it's exquisite, like the hand beating on it and like this yeah. was the one that took over like 2000 hours. Um, and they were saying there's like such a weight to it because of like how, you know, these are crystals and it's so over the top, beautiful. So I, so like I was saying, I watched that fashion fashion critic on YouTube and he uh-huh. was saying Audrey Hepburn is a British act- actress and the costume designer of my fair lady was British. And okay. it's like, this is an American theme. And so like Audrey is in so many other American movies that she could have pulled from like breakfast at Tiffany's, um, all that. I would have loved to see someone make them dress out of charade. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, I don't know. Um, but I do think it's beautiful. I do think that if, if you're emulating Audrey Hepburn, it being sheer is like, kind of, I don't know. Audrey ah, Hepburn was I like, like that take. yeah, she was like, the epitome of class and, and not saying something sheer isn't classy. You know, I don't want to sound like no, whatever, but, it's just but yeah, weird. yeah. It's, it's risque. I mean, you can't ignore you can't that around it. I like what you, I like, I'm a huge Audrey Hepburn fan and oh, I do agree. And like, you know, I didn't make that connection. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I do. I love this dress. I think it, she looks beautiful. She looks, I mean, she could show up in a potato sack, Yeah, but she looks beautiful and like, but yeah, like you kind of rant, rant, rant on the theme, I feel like. Oh yeah. I mean, even going back to Kim, it's like the theme was not followed. And honestly, that's typical of Met Gala, like guests. There's a lot uh-huh. of guests that don't follow the theme because, and we can get into that too. Like, yes, because, okay. Let me just talk about no, it. Right so like I said, designers buy tables and most of the most beloved huge designers are Italian. And they probably weren't so fond of the American theme. Very true. So it's just like understandable that like they wouldn't want, obviously like you don't have to be wrapped in a red, white and blue flag, but to have certain nodes and nods to like, I don't know, the American designers, like different movies, like, you know, it, it's just like, sorry, I didn't know. What no, it is. It's great. No, I, I agree. Like, yeah, it's just kind of right on the. Whole, yeah, you know, trying to stick these and, people did not do well in, in like school they like don't care they <laughs> don't play by the rules yeah and like I sat and thought about so many other looks that could have been done 
cowboy references. Mm. Denim started in France, but like Levi's is such a huge brand in America. And like denim's a staple to like the American look. And I only saw one denim look, um, plaid. Yeah. Um, Native, like I saw someone saying like, they could have had some Native American designers come in and like pay homage to that. Um, I'm like, America is known for its pop culture around the world. Movies, TV, music. There was no rock and roll references. No, like, yeah. And there was no like Elvis reference. Like people could have just grabbed from anywhere. And it was kind of like, they did the bare minimum and some barely even touched the theme. So I do get that feeling as well, even though like, I don't know as much, but that the theme was very untouched in a way. Yes. Yes. And granted, like the theme is typically hard to Mm -hmm. dress for like camp last time. But I love that. (laughs) Exactly. And and these are the, some of the biggest designers. It's like, you have the resources to just like create something that could be so iconic for the theme. And yet you barely even scratch the surface. So, um, so yeah, that, I think it's beautiful. And this is going to be like such an iconic look forever. Forever. Um, But great job, Kendall. You look beautiful. You failed the theme. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Haley and Justin. Um, Haley is wearing YSL and Justin's wearing his brand, Drew House, which is an American brand. Okay. Um, I don't know if Haley's in contract with YSL, which when I say that, I mean that certain celebrities will sign exclusive contracts with designers, basically saying like, I will wear your designs at events I attend. Mm. attend. So I don't know if she's in contract with them and she had to wear them. I'm pretty sure she is. But this was beyond infuriating to me. Yeah, it's like, what? It's a stunning dress, right? It's beautiful for anywhere else but the Met. Like, do not show up to the Met in a black dress. You could wear that anytime. I know. And the um, one thing I do like, it just kind of controversial because I kind of think it's kind of asshole-like that she's wearing sunglasses, but it's very American. I kind of like that because it's kind of like the... I don't know. She looks like she's in risky business or something. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I like that too, actually. Um, but yeah, I kind of actually, I do like the sunglasses. I just like, it's like interesting. Sunglasses can look like you're giving shade or like, yeah. you know, cool. And like, I don't know. I do actually kind of like it here, but yeah. I mean, what? Who wears this to the Met? <laughs> she could have even like some of these people, I think make stretches with their connection to the theme. She could have said, this is my take on breakfast at Tiffany's. And I, you know, been like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. That would have been a little better. But when Kiki Palmer was interviewing her, she was like, this is my take on timeless American beauty. And I'm just kind of like, uh, you're wearing beach waves and like a skin tight dress. It's just like, I don't know. I know. And Justin, I mean, at least he's wearing an American designer. Um, Yeah. I do actually like his, his top. Mm-hmm. It's I a cool take on like a interesting tuxedo. about his suit. I mean, like you've got Haley in that black dress, deep V, skin tight, and then you've got him in these oversized, like, gangster-ish like suit yeah. pants. And I'm kind of like, eh, I'm kind of into it. And then I'm like, no, what am I saying? I'm not into it at all. <laughs> I, I think that like you know he's so into street style, and this is kind of like mending the two because mm-hmm. he's wearing sneakers, of course. I like that though. I'm into yeah. sneakers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I totally agree. But also like Justin loves basketball and like, I thought like no one paid homage to like Michael Jordan, even like 
he was such a big influence in like American pop culture and like right. bringing basketball around the world. Like I just, there's, there's so many other opportunities and like, it will in Sierra wears yes. a dress in her husband's Amazing. number. I was like, crush the theme. She was wearing a Super Bowl crushed. ring too. Crush the theme. Yeah. And also it was paying homage to a designer who made dresses similar to that, like who was very inspired by football jerseys and created dresses like that. I wish I knew the name, but so there was a lot of inspo there. So I thought her look was incredible. And yeah, I was pretty into that. Yeah, me too. Totally agree. Yeah. See, you could do more Haley. Yes. Oh, this is a great look too. We're talking about the Billie Eilish. Like it's like, um, what, what color is that? Nude? Peach, yeah, Peach I don't know. Nude, off the shoulder, poofy mm-hmm. dress. Yes, yeah. So obviously, like when you first look at it, it's like oh, Marilyn Monroe, the hair, the the silhouette, all of it. Mm-hmm. But in an interview, she said she was inspired by her holiday Barbies. I love that. Have, like these extravagant dresses, and you know, I pretty sure Mattel and like Barbie are American. I'm sure they are. Yeah. So that's. That's a connection to the theme, you know, um, in some way. This was also her first Met Gala. Um, and she did say in the interview, you know, like she mentioned how she was wearing very tomboy baggy clothing. And like recently with like her British Vogue photo shoot, she wore lingerie. And like this is her stepping into more of a um, feminine, I guess, traditional feminine look. Yeah. Um, so this was a big deal for her. And I think it was beautiful. People didn't like her hair. I loved it. it was I think her hair looks great. I think if her hair was different, it wouldn't make the dress look as good. Exactly. I yeah. agree. Old Hollywood I, grammar. I'm yeah. so proud of her. I feel like mm-hmm. she's totally stepping out. She committed to the theme. She looks beautiful. And I still think she looks like a badass even too. Yes, so like, I totally you know, agree. And still doing and- darker makeup, which is, which is great, you know, with mm-hmm. like, you know, I think she looks great. And I, I actually love, love the holiday Barbie reference. I get the Marilyn Monroe thing too. We can keep that too, but I do like the I Totally agree. And her train was super long. So it was still kind of like oversized over the top, but like, yeah. it was really great. And I totally agree. I'm super proud of her. I think that this is another person that like, got a lot of fame, super young. And so to see that she's like having confidence to wear what she wants, even with all of scrutiny and like the spotlight on her, you know, I think at the end of the day, if you're wearing what you want and what you're comfortable in, that's great. Right. And also I love that you don't have to commit to a style. You can change your style. Exactly. Yeah. That's something that's like so infuriating to me. It's like, what's the big deal if she wants to wear like an oversized three piece Gucci set one day and then wear this like elegant feminine old Hollywood dress the next. I know it's like, that's something that I know bothers me about TikTok too and stuff. It's like, people are like, what's your aesthetic? And it's like, I'm me and I'm going to wear what I want on what day it is. You know, I completely agree. Yeah. I just, yeah, I I totally think you should be able to change your style and what you feel. So she wants to be a tomboy. Great. She wants to be girly. Uh Great. Who cares? I get it's hard in terms of branding and marketing and, you know, yep. that whole Instagram idea even trickles so far up to like very A-list celebrities, like not staying in their marketing lines. But you know what? Who cares? It's 2021. Let's break rules. We're tired of it. Exactly. And like at the end of the day, being who you are is like what should be the message, you know? Right. So maybe we would all do that a little bit more if we felt influenced to do that from the very top. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Let me show you what I have left. Okay, great. So that, okay. So now we have Amon wearing Harris Reed. 
this Love. was my favorite look for How sure. How do you describe this look? So to me, so she said it was like a ray of light. You know, okay. that was her reference to the theme. Like a three-tier looking skirt and like a sun behind her. Okay. That's how yeah, I Okay. Say. Am I the only one that thinks this is like, it reminds them of like the Lion King? Oh, I totally get that. Yes. That's what it makes me think of. Okay. Um, I see that. Especially the Lion King musical. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Yes. But anyway, Harris Reed is a young British American designer and, but apparently like there was a collaboration with Dolce and Gabbana with it or something. I don't know. And that was like under the table or something. But, um, I mean, these were handmade feathers glued on one by one. I mean, it's That's so extravagant and it's so visually pleasing. Like it really is a work of art. That is oh a work of art. This it's, deserves to be in a museum. Oh, for sure. And I, I want to look up what happens to these looks after they're worn. I wonder if they go into the oh. costume archive. Mm-hmm. Cause like things like Kendall's dress and this dress, like that take, Oh, this one took over 400 hours. He said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I would hope I'm sure they're preserved. Yeah. Oh, I hope this is preserved. I this is the type of thing I want to show my kids in the museum and yeah, yeah. exactly. Or this could be in the Lion King musical. Right. I'm not quite sure how this relates to America. Yeah. She just said that like, it was a ray of light and essentially like Harris Reed is half American. So kind of an American designer. I, I think it's a stretch too. And people were saying, yeah, like, again, this is so incredible, but like, where's the American reference? Yeah. I I kind of went went on the theme, but this is the type of commitment I want to see for the Met gal. Oh yeah. This is a Met look for sure. Like there's no disagreement there. So completely agree. Okay. We can finish with Pete and Emma. Oh, I think that's yes. a good way to finish. Yes. So, I agree. <laughs> Pete, da- Ooh, Pete Davidson's wearing Tom Brown. He described himself as a sexy nun, uh, <laughs> which is very funny. I think this is his first met. I really don't know. But um, Tom Brown has a lot of great jackets like this. And I couldn't tell if it was a dress or a two-piece because I saw people saying he was wearing a skirt. So to me, it looks like a dress. Um, Either way, it's a dress or skirt. We're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom Brown's an American designer. So that's, you know, kind of ties into the theme a little bit. Um, but I think this is really great. I think it's different for Pete. I think for a guy that like isn't into fashion, this is like a step out of his comfort zone. Yes. Um, so yeah, overall for like a comedian who is at the Met, this is like a really, really great look. I, I love it. I love the white jacket with the kind of like line black lining of the, in the collar. I love the jacket. I'm like, I want to wear this jacket. Yeah. Like, I think that jacket is fantastic. The shoes, even the socks to it. I think it's not, he's not too uncomfortable. You can tell he feels good. Oh yeah. He like, yeah. I am not the biggest or not on biggest. I don't really have an opinion on Dave uh-huh. Davidson, but like, I'm really feeling him in this. Like, I- I really like, I've seen some like, um, Tan Francis, I think that's his name from queer eye. They did a video together and he like tried to help style him and he's very open to different looks, which is so great. And like, you can tell, like you said, he's comfortable in it and he likes it, but also just that, like he took this step. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. I think he looks really good. I'm happy with it. And also like, I think it, it works with his 
style too. Like you can kind of tattoos on his Uh leg. I just, and I love him wearing the sunglasses. Yeah. So good. I think Uh he looks like Hollywood class fame with a new little bit of a twist of being the dress and skirt, which, you know, has become such a thing for men, which like love and like, you know, yeah, I think he looks great. I really do. I totally agree. Finishing with Miss Emma Chamberlain, another influencer. Yes. Another influencer that was invited and the Vogue host. Um, So she hosted all the Vogue interviews on the carpet. So she was the first to arrive. And Emma Chamberlain to me is the type that is like, she crossed over and is considered fashion. Yeah. For me. So I was never the biggest fan of her. And then all of a sudden in the past few months, I am a super fan. I'm obsessed with her and she has changed a lot. So like when I look back at her older videos, I'm like, yeah, for me personally, I don't think she's as relatable to me, Mm -hmm. but now I love her videos. She's definitely like laid back, matured a ton. Yeah. Um, So she vibes like she seems like a blogger Mm -hmm. to me. Exactly. You know, whatever. And she started her channel for like her own personal use. It wasn't like, you know, it was like a creative outlet for her. So it was creative. She did like thrift hauls and stuff on it. So she does have a natural interest in fashion. She kind of started her channel on fashion. Um, She has an appreciation for fashion. Like you can tell. And so then she signed a contract with Louis Vuitton. Like, I don't know, it's probably been a year or two now. Mm. And so that's really brought her into the fashion realm. She went to Paris Fashion Week for them two, one or two years ago, two or three. Um, so she has carved her way in. I think that, like you said, she's someone who has really, really transferred from influencer to like making her way into like a celebrity, if there isn't yeah. even a difference nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually just did... Um, a look of her or like a spread in V magazine was just leaked. And it's like so editorial and so edgy and cool. Right. And I think that she has that look. She is into high fashion and like, she is someone I can see like in three years from now, she's going to be like major fashion. And like, people are going to forget that she was ever just a YouTube vlogger. I'm already there. Like I'm literally oh, yeah. there with that. That's exactly how I feel about her too. And this dress, it's like, I don't even know. Is it beading? Like, what is that? But this is custom Louis Vuitton. And so she had to wear Louis because she's in a contract. Contracted to them. Doesn't have any reference to America. I saw fans pulling at, oh, the Statue of Liberty used to be like bronzy. And, you know, I think the Statue of Liberty came from France and yeah. uh, Louis Vuitton is a French brand. I don't know. Quite a stretch. Don't, quite a stretch. Don't think that was the original thought, but I think this is like a really unique look. Like the asymmetrical train. Yeah. yeah. The train is different. The one thing, I mean, not that I'm designed. The one thing is I wish it was almost, a, it's a little far back. I think it should be a little more to the side. Like if we're going that. Oh, oh, I see. I see, I see. Yeah. I think it should sit a little bit for like, but like, mm-hmm. you know, the chest. I feel what you're saying. It's very cute. Like that cut with kind of like the two triangles below, you know, yeah. I, I do think, I don't know. I'm one, you know, if I'm going to get nitpicky about this, because this is who I am, you know, I kind of look at this and I look at how she looks and uh-huh. you know, it, 
she's very skinny. And this kind of reminds me of very early 2000s when models were very skinny, very Uh sunken in. And that's the one thing I could really pick apart for this as I'm like, oh, I kind of thought we were over this look because we established it was unhealthy. Yeah. At the same time, I completely love it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's like, I know people talk about um, that with her body and stuff. I think she's a naturally thin person and I, I, she's someone who advocates for mental health a lot. And so I think she's someone that like, if there was an issue, she would definitely handle it. Um, I personally think she's healthy. I, I don't know. I mean, but there is that there. I see people saying that and talking about how thin she is. So at the same time, you know, she looks gorgeous. Oh like, my gosh. I think like this, you know, and like that look that was so popular back then, you know, like it's always going to have a place in high fashion. Mm-hmm. That being said, like she did that and she looks great, but yeah, you know, so I like, do worry a little. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally love this look also in the original sketch that she showed, I think on her story or someone did, it was with like boots mm. and I'm like, thank God she didn't wear boots. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. They were like high boots. I'm like, Oh, thank God she did it. Well, she's not that tall, is she? Mm, like, I don't think so. I think she's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. But no, I, she's definitely not tall. Right. I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm, thank God she didn't the boots. I'm with you on that. The shoes, yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not even looking at the shoes, which I don't want to be right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and she also said that like they were going to have really long hair, which I'm glad they didn't do. Overall, it, again, it's her first met and she has a contract with Louis Vuitton. So it's like, you know, it is custom. So it's beautiful. We haven't seen it before, you know, no American fashion reference. Right. But at the same time, it's a French brand who probably didn't want to give that up. Yeah. So, um, but then again, like a lot of these European brands talking about creative directors a while back, Mm -hmm. like Tom Ford, they had American creative directors at one point. Right. So they could have like somehow chosen looks from that era and it would have made somewhat of a reference. Right. So all in all, um, all in all, I guess it was okay. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people failed the theme. Yeah. We had some great looks. We had Uh the first timers actually did okay, you know, and you know, I'm very curious to see what will happen with the next two. Yeah. Um, I think there were a lot of great looks. There were a lot of looks that would be so great at another red carpet, not the Met. I also think this was the first Met with TikTok being a huge viral app. And so there was so much input on it and Mm -hmm. so much like people who had never even known what the Met was all of a sudden were really into it all this. And so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that element of it, you know, going forward in the future. Um, but obviously we're seeing influencers being invited and TikTokers. So I don't see any stop with that. So I think the Met Gala will continue to evolve as it always has. Yeah. Agreed. You know, and the one thing I'm hoping for is we see a little bit more of what little Nas X brought. I want to see three outfit changes, you know, crazy commitment living. Yeah. With- yeah. I want to see more of that. So I hope people mm-hmm. start to have some more fun again too. Yes. I totally agree. Well, Caroline, you have been such a doll. Thank you so much for joining us to talk about all things fashion and met. Yes. And 
My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and helping me understand this world. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Guys, thank you so much for listening and a huge thank you to Caroline for coming on this week to talk all things met. Don't forget to check out her TikTok and where she talks fashion. And guys, seriously, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 